So it seems to me that we have a problem with the homeless, both homeless pets as well as homeless people. Now, it has also occurred to me that especially here in Greenville, South Carolina, you can't go one city block without seeing at least one church, which is a structure that is air-conditioned and could easily house homeless people and pets. We should figure out some means of allowing the homeless people to care for the homeless pets inside of the churches that they can use for shelter and in return clean the churches as well as care for the animals. Of course, we could greatly reduce both situations by instead of all of the trillionaires just hoarding all the wealth, letting everybody that makes over a certain amount of money contribute a little bit towards a universal basic income to make sure that everybody has their basic needs met. I think that is the next big stepping stone that we need to carve from the stone of our reality. I think for the most part, capitalism does work. It just needs to be streamlined quite a bit to make it a little more fair across the board. This podcast is brought to you by Tony's Pizza and Subs in Malden, South Carolina. With excellent pizza, wings, stromboli, subs, salads, and more. Try the Steak Supreme Sub. It is delicious. Give them a call at 864-558-0688. Mention this podcast, True Fiction Radio, and receive a special 5% discount on your order. All right, so I looked it up, and it actually is a thing. Um, People were discussing it on Reddit, but I'm looking up right now at the stars, and whilst stargazing, notice that the clouds are not moving at all. Someone on Reddit called it a glitch in the Matrix. I think that's uh, an accurate assessment. I'm going to stop recording this and shoot a video of it. It's odd. They're normally moving, especially when there's a strong breeze, which there's a mild one now, so you'd expect some movement. It's odd. So what becomes of that really sweet but really ditzy girl from high school? Does she wind up becoming the soccer mom? who enthusiastically recalls her very first parent-teacher conference over dessert with her husband, describing how she was given a tour of the school and then had story time where parents and children alike all took turns reading the classic fairy tales. We read all the great ones like Handsome and Gretel, and ooh, Rumpled Foreskins. 
All right, UFC 225, I'm watching right now. Um, from what I've seen so far, great heart from CM Punk, a great second time out. Um, definitely, let's uh, let's get him in the prelims. Let's let's keep him fighting, man. I think he might have something here. He's really giving it his all. Um, the induction of Ronda Rousey into the UFC Hall of Fame had me uh, crying, like full on crying. Uh, it was well done and uh, well earned. Andre Orlovsky and Tai Tuivasa put on one hell of a spectacle. It was a great showing for some heavyweights. I thought Orlovsky did enough to pull out the victory, but they gave it to Tai Tuivasa, and it was so close, I'm not even going to say anything other than what I said. On my observations. Back to it. This UFC pay-per-view has been a spectacle. A spectacle among spectacles. Great fights. Not a lot of stalling. Everybody's working really hard. Fuck, man. Yoel Romero versus Robert Whittaker, too. That was a fight for our grandchildren to talk about and watch and analyze. Big shout out to Isabella Clark, the adult entertainment actress in Starlet, stole my heart with her heart-shaped bunny hole. Sweet Isabella baby, you truly are the double anal champ. In the words of the great Maynard James Keenan in his delightful ballad written with his band Tool an apt name considering that it means in gay slang penis should we ever desire for each other's affection I would croon to you relax turn around and take my hand with said bunny hole. Well, that is just about the dirtiest that I have ever been thus far on this podcast. It wasn't entirely random, though, to be honest. Um, yeah, slow as it may be, I've been singing along for years to Tool's Stink Fist, but I had no idea that, like, it literally is a song about fisting that actually was a hit song on the radio. Damn. I wish I had those kind of balls. I got some balls to talk about some shit, but I can't make a commercially successful song about putting one's fist into another's anus. Well, this podcast is labeled explicit, so I might as well earn it, being that's what it is. And what do we get? When we seize the opportunity to leave the realm of obligations, even if only for a little while, we can gain clarity of mind and present ourselves with an opportunity to reboot.
and like with any other effort towards any kind of change, one should seek to make it a habit. As much time as one is permitted. And the world becomes much more enjoyable when we understand that it is mostly through suffering that we grow as individuals. We must come to terms with the ones that we've wronged. The times when we zigged instead of zagging. When we were humble instead of bragging. Whilst our regrets never stop nagging. Let's post results on a network never lagging. If you kindly drop the punchline, I'll start tagging. For there is a price to pay for all understanding. Through pain and regret comes true comprehending. When the true poetry of life comes to pass, I don't want to be the one left alone who forgot to ask. I will always speak the truth and focus on the task. Toss and spirit grenades like holy water in a flask. So there exists a politician in Greenville, South Carolina, goes by the name, or was given the straw man name rather of Dan Tripp. Never met the fellow, but I would have to think he would be pro-psychedelic as it's sort of in his family lineage. So there was a song in the 80s uh, by Eddie Murphy called Party All the Time. But I think maybe it could be used for sort of a mind over matter for those folks suffering from irritable bowel syndrome. Maybe if they just listen to that song all the time envisioning the lyrics as potty instead of party, maybe subliminally they can find some relief from their incessant pooping. So I had a coworker keep on telling me about his experience at Steve Irwin's and how he had a big ass steak. And I'm like, oh, so you had a big flank steak? Just kind of looks at me like I'm crazy. So he repeats what happened to him and I repeat again. So you had a big flank steak. Hopefully at least some of my listeners got that. It's kind of like up there with adding and shit to whatever statement you made. Like, I'm about to go to the mall and shit. I'm thinking, why would you do that? Don't you have a bidet at home? If your answer is no to that question, that's something you need to change in your life. In all seriousness course they just look at you all funny when you answer in that regard they're so used to just saying that that unnecessary additive unnecessary additives like toxins added to cigarettes for quote-unquote flavor we don't need to add and shit to everything that we plan on doing Or if we're going to be honest and we're really trying to be responsible with not having great things interrupted, we should say, I'm going to shit, and then I'm going to that concert. Or I'm going to shit, and then I'm going to the mall. Always remember 
that all of our lives are subject to change, especially when one discovers the coding and programming evident in everything. At that point, one is much more likely to see a glitch in the matrix. Attempting to stare at even a picture of our local sun is quite difficult. It's almost like eye muscles are conditioned to make it hard for you to look into even a picture of our sun. Recently, a person called a pizza joint and asked for a chicken grilled salad. Is that actually a thing? Because that, to me, implies that the salad itself is grilled, but the chicken is left raw. A chicken grilled salad. In Australia, the baby ate the dingo. Kind of makes me curious as to like how talk went down in pubs in Australia, circa the mid 90s, right after the whole uh, Bobbitt family ordeal. You hear about that fellow John Wayne? His wife, while he was asleep, cut off his becker. I'd hate to be that Bobbitt bloke. No pecker and all. Once a secret is known, it loses all of its mystical qualities and traits as it is no longer a secret. But don't let that stop you. Try to expose all secrets, lost mysticisms or otherwise. There is a really great song by Pearl Jam called Go. It's the opening track on their album, Verses. I had its meaning ruined, however, after watching the movie Pulp Fiction. The scene where Ving Rhames has a ball gag in his mouth. And Zed is going on him from behind. And Zed's compatriot is saying, yeah. Eddie's all like, oh, please don't go on me. Don't go on me now. I never had a look before. Don't go on me now. I just think, poor Ving Rhames. Zed's all like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ving's like, <laughs> interesting correlations. Hey, could uh, any of you guys that are listening to this on the regular hit me up and either come on the show with some uh, topics to discuss or, you know, message me via social media and uh, tell me what you'd like to hear me wax intellectually about or critiques, comments, whatever. Hit me back, interact. Don't leave me to my own devices. I'm not really sure which dialect it belongs to, but I have had several interactions with lovely Spanish people whose grasp of English is really excellent, unless, of course, there are certain plosives involved in the words they are attempting to say. They seem to be X, C, and G. The first time I remember encountering this I was a young, 
preteen latchkey kid watching boring daytime TV, most likely grounded since I was inside watching TV and not outside riding trails and off jumps on my bike or fishing or hanging out with my buds. I saw a job program television commercial. Said program was called Explorer. The youngish-looking Hispanic police officer apparently used the program to land her current career. The actress and or Explorer program success story states that E-plorer made it all happen for her. A decade or so later, a nearing morbidly obese version of Chris Carabin was visiting McDonald's attempting to stuff his fat face with what was then at least barely considered an edible food-like substance. I will give McDonald's credit though they have improved their product as of recently. Anyway, I was greeted by a woman who welcomed me to McDonald's. Most recently, whilst delivering pizza, I found a female customer who seems to be from the aforementioned culture, whose parents, hopefully unintentionally and without malice, named their daughter Magnolia. Okay, ma'am, can we get a name for the order? Manoya. Seems like plosives in music are a bit of an issue as well. Just listen to Pat Benatar during the very height of her career proclaim that love is a battlefield. Okay, deliveries to staff at assisted living homes. If you are staff, be sure to kindly meet your driver at the door. Patients, give your cash to a trusted nurse to pay the delivery driver or prepay on a credit card. I would rather not get tipped and just drop the food off. I'm not well enough compensated to have to experience the sights, sounds, and smells of those places. I mean, it's horrible. I mean... It's probably because mealtime is at about the same time and the folks there are on nearly the same fiber intake regiment. But it seems like everybody there just happens to poop at exactly the same moment. And the smell is unavoidable and unbearable. Good on the folks working there. They're doing the Lord's work. Here's wishing that they are well compensated for their time. Paula Abdul's Straight Up. Classic hit song from the 80s that still kind of holds up, but upon examining the lyrics, I noticed that she has a verse where she talks about getting her love caught in the slamming door. Just makes me gasp. Having had fingers caught and slammed in car doors as a child... I would never wish for anyone else's appendages, let alone sex organs, to be slammed indoors. Just seems unnecessary and horrible. 
I'm so sorry for your agonizing pain, Miss Abdul. Thanks, you guys, for listening to True Fiction Radio on WDRB Media. Please visit my Patreon at patreon.com slash chriscarabin and help me allocate more of my time to creating comedy for you folks. I feel like it's not often that when I seek to create something new, to make inspiration appear out of thin air, Mostly what happens is all inspiration just vanishes. It's almost like you have to just surrender to the inner self and allow it, because it is genderless, to bring its own self out to become its own muse. So just surrender and let the creativity happen when it does on its own remember that flow states are not made they just happen the more in tuned and sensitive we are the more easily we're able to relax and allow the flow to occur we must release the hold that we keep on ourselves, the hold of self-consciousness that we use to make ourselves stand upright, keep a smile or serious look on our faces, the thing that keeps us asking friends or loved ones if a certain item of clothing makes us look out of shape. We must end all concern with our outward appearance as well as concerns with how others perceive us. Obviously not forever, as looking good and professional helps us in many ways, including financially and emotionally. It is only when we desire to tap into the self, which is immortal and part of God, or the everything, that we should attempt to shut off our vain egos so that we may entertain our muses. Once we have completed our teamwork with our perspective subconsciousnesses, we can safely again let our egos out. But just when it suits us. Because even when you're not attempting to dive in deep for creativity, it just feels good to just let everything relax muscle-wise and stop trying to flex and look all hard for everybody. Just let yourself deflate when you're around loving company that's not going to judge you. And hopefully you have that. And if you don't have it, you find it soon. So I was uh, dining with my father and my brother today at a fine establishment in downtown Greenville. And our beautiful, lovely, attentive server uh, asked me if I would like regular fries or potato fries. I said instantly, potato fries. Everyone kind of chuckled a little bit. I guess she meant to say regular fries or sweet potato fries. I just thought it was funny. Kind of made me think of that episode of uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Uh, the episode entitled The Dickisode.
when uh, there is a local Chinese restaurant that sells french fries and they offer wasabi fries. You see, they fill the french fries with wasabi sauce. They're good. Yeah, I'm sure they're not. Just stirred up those memories, thought it was funny. I think people are getting a little too relaxed while driving again. Like, it seemed for a while people caught on to the whole idea of having a cradle for your cell phone, and people are still texting while they're driving, but for the most part, they're doing it with the phone in the cradle, so at least they have one hand on the wheel. Here recently, in the last couple days, there's been several instances where the person was not using a cradle, just swerving all over between both lanes. One of them was a Domino's driver, too big giant fat dude in a beautiful Mustang which I'm sure was struggling to drive him along while he was swerving left and right texting shit aggravates me man pay attention get a bluetooth bluetooth is so affordable right now there's no reason to not have one so just dictate your messages have them read to you there's no need to physically type End of discussion. First, I shared with you stories of lust for potato chip vendor ladies. Then, I tell you tales of information extraction techniques, such as the flicker. Now, I give to you the clothing line, no reproductions with logos featuring testicular explosions inside of scrotum sex. I'm still working with local artists to flesh out exact design, but clothing line and more information on said clothing line will be coming out soon. In the meantime, make sure you visit patreon.com forward slash Chris Kerubin so he can pay me money to get clothing line started I have all money tied up in gas station at the moment don't have money to get started perhaps I shall start the kickstarter but in meantime Chris has been so polite to give me platform so please support him on Patreon also if you would like me to answer questions about the podcast you could leave them on Chris's social media page and he will make sure that I get questions and I will answer them for you. Thanks so much, Sergey. I'm glad to be able to call you a friend. So, I'm going to rant now a little bit about landscaping and shrubbery management at apartment complexes. If you guys ever have a job where you have to deliver food to people and they happen to live in an apartment complex, it can be a bit of a headache, to put it a nice way. There's one in particular, I believe it's called Huntington Downs. It's 1409 Roper Mountain Road. Literally, you drive in the very first navigational sign you come to that tells you which buildings are in which direction three quarters of it is covered by foliage so either you press on and hope you're not passing the building you're looking for or you stop 
get out of your car, pull down the shrubbery, and behold whether or not you're headed in the right direction. So you venture further into the complex, then you find out the building you're looking for, there is no sign that points you in that direction. According to their maps, said building doesn't exist at all. So fortunately for me just now, I was able to get a hold of the customer and he felt my pain. He said every every place that he tries to get to deliver to him, they go through the same ordeal. And he was able to navigate me to the place. But a lot of times, you go to call a customer, and they've got something else going on. They don't even pick up the phone. So you're just lost out there, just hunting, trying to find your bearings, trying to get to your customer, knowing time is money. Uh, and money is the root of all evil but it cures everything. Go figure. So, Sergey said it before, but I'm saying it again. Can you guys please get back to me? And I will look into this whole speak pipe thing so I can have that set up so you guys can leave me a message. I believe you can if you go to anchor.com, anchor or anchor.fm slash Chris Carabin. I think you can leave me a voice message there and, uh, Come on, get back at me. Let's let's make this an interactive experience. Like every episode, I got to be like, hey, reach out to me. Let's make it interactive. And people are just, hmm, just let him sort it out for himself and ramble on for a while. I guess some of you folks are like, yeah, we'll just give him enough rope and he'll hang himself no problem others maybe like the sound of my voice maybe my humor maybe a combination of both maybe some of you know me as an actual human being anyway all of you get back to me seriously this would be a lot more fun if i had some questions to answer creatively or that you can have me ask stevie h or sergey or even ALF. Hit me back, folks. Peace.